Hi, I'm Levi Lowry. Welcome to Maison Mission. This is episode number 30. Maison Mission is an inclusive faith community. And the word Maison comes from a Greek word that means greater. The Maison Mission is about finding greater spaces for people to hear and experience the good news of Jesus. You can find out more about Maison Mission by visiting MaisonMission.com or through the links in the description of this program. I am so excited to introduce our guest speaker to you this morning. Uh, her name is Heather Lowry. That's right. My wife, Heather, is uh, going to be preaching for the very first time this morning. And I can't tell you how excited I am about this. Uh, one, I've, I've already read the sermon, and it is, it is fantastic. I can't wait to, to hear it come uh, out of her. But it just represents so much growth um, in Heather. I remember uh, when we married 20 years ago and she would lead worship, she wasn't even comfortable like saying anything between songs or or praying a prayer. And I've seen her evolve in that and say beautiful things uh, in worship services and pray some of the most impactful prayers um, that I've ever heard in a worship service. And so when I approached her six or seven weeks ago uh, about speaking, um, I I really expected that she would say no. But to my surprise, um, in your benefit, she said yes. So I introduce my wife, Heather Lowry, as our special speaker today. Good morning. My name is Heather Lowry, and I'm going to share with you this morning as we continue our series on the heart of God. This morning, I want to talk to you about God's heart towards us, towards you, and towards me. So I'm going to start us off with a prayer, and then we'll get going today. Dear God, thank you for who you are. Thank you for your heart towards us. God, I pray that in these few minutes that you would settle our busy minds and our anxious spirits. Help us to hear from you. God, help my words be your words and help them penetrate right to someone's heart who needs to hear it today. God, we love you. We thank you. Amen. In our house, we love to watch competitive reality TV shows. We love shows like Survivor and Alone, those survival shows, we have gone back and watched every season. Um, We love the cooking shows like Chopped and Cutthroat Kitchen, and my current favorite is Master Chef. And we love talent shows and music shows like American Idol, The Voice, and America's Got Talent. Recently, Levi shared a song with me from one of the artists on America's Got Talent. Her name is Jane Markzuski. I hope I didn't totally butcher that. And she wrote and sang a song called It's Okay. And it was amazing. She got the golden buzzer, but more amazing than her song and the lyrics and her performance was the story behind the song. She recently wrote a blog called God is on the Bathroom Floor. And in her blog, she shared about her multiple battles with cancer and her low chance of survival. She shared that due to her sickness, she found herself laying on her bathroom floor which became her meeting place with God. And in those moments, she shared all of her feelings, her questions, her doubts with the Most High in the most lowly place. I'll link her blog and her performance of her original song in the comments so you can check it out. It is powerful. Her blog got me thinking about my own experience with the bathroom floor. 
Even as I say that, your mind may take you back to a distinct moment in a bathroom. And I'm sorry if that conjures up some memories of some really rough nights back in college. For me, my first thought goes to one of our kids who went through a period where they struggled with some food allergies and intolerances coupled with some anxiety and they landed on the bathroom floor more nights than I'd like to remember. As a parent, I can remember sitting in the bathroom trying to console and reassure and let them know that they were okay to go back to bed. But there was something about the bathroom floor that was comforting. And there was security with just waiting it out in the bathroom just in case. The coldness of the floor eases our discomfort. The security of being next to the toilet just in case makes us feel better. And then I started thinking metaphorically and literally about what brings us to the bathroom floor. Sometimes it's our own choices, dumb decisions, choosing unwisely, rash decisions, but sometimes it's life circumstances that are absolutely out of our control that bring us to our lowest point. If you remember the last time you literally laid on the bathroom floor, I would have to guess you felt pretty miserable and discouraged. You probably questioned whether you would feel better and what on earth could make you feel better. In her blog, Jane shares that she prayed earnest and authentic and angry prayers to God about her situation and circumstances. And then she says this, I remind myself that I'm praying to the God who let the Israelites stay lost for decades. They begged to arrive in the promised land, but instead he let them wander, answering prayers they didn't pray. For 40 years, their shoes didn't wear out. Fire lit their path each night. Every morning, he sent them mercy bread from heaven. I look hard for the answers to the prayers that I didn't pray. I look for the mercy bread that he promised to bake fresh for me each morning. The Israelites called it manna, which means, what is it? She also says this, it's not the mercy that I asked for, but it's the, it is mercy nonetheless. And I learn a new prayer. Thank you. It's a prayer I don't mean yet, but will repeat until I do. You may want to stop that and rewind it and listen to that quote again. The Israelites didn't know what the substance was that was keeping them alive, and they didn't necessarily pray for it, but God gave them what they needed in that moment. As I think about the times in my own life and the challenges and the adversity that I face or have faced, adversity that all of us have faced at one point or another, the times in life when we feel like we are laying and not just laying, maybe living on the bathroom floor. When we feel like there's no rescue in sight, when we feel so alone and heartbroken that we do not know how we are going to make it. When we are unable to even pray or know how to pray. When I cried quiet tears and asked angry questions because in the moment, the storm, the sickness, the struggle, it didn't seem fair or right and there was no answer to the prayers that I was praying, but there were answers to the prayers I wasn't. There was manna. There was the what is it that came at just the right moments. I remember one night, Levi and I went out to dinner in the middle of one of our life storms and we were both so sad and discouraged. And even in remembering that moment, I can take you to the table and, and I can feel those feelings. And honestly, sad and discouraged don't even seem strong enough for how I felt at that moment. 
we walked into this restaurant and unbeknownst to us, the manager was also um, the host and she sat us at a table and she cheerfully asked how we were doing and I, I do not have a poker face and I just remember looking at her and saying, it has been a really rough day. I think it caught her off guard, but a few minutes later, our server came and said, I hear you've had a rough day and brought us out manna in the form of a free appetizer. When it came time to pray for our food, neither of us had words, which if you know us, you know is very rare. We literally cried throughout the meal. It was such a difficult time, but there was the manna from a restaurant manager that didn't even know us. <laughs> the manna came in the form of texts and emails and messages from friends and family to let us know we were on their hearts. The manna came in the form of a random anonymous gift card in the mail. The manna came in new opportunities and new relationships and a new hope. The manna kept coming. We didn't know what the manna was or how the manna was going to come, but it always seemed to show up at just the right time. But honestly, never in the way that we prayed. If I'm really honest, not the way I wanted. I wish I could tell you that on the other side of that particular storm, it all worked out and things ended happily ever after, but it didn't. Sometimes life is just hard. I wish I could tell you that I can look back and see how it all made sense. I wish I could tell you I meant all the prayers I prayed. I can't. Not yet. Not at this point. I can tell you that God answered the prayers we didn't pray and some of the ones we didn't mean. That he showed up for us in the moments when we were laying and living on the bathroom floor. I can tell you that when I was angry and sad and hopeless, God was right there. I felt him. I knew he was with us. I didn't like that he wasn't fixing it. I didn't like that he wasn't answering the way I wanted him to. I didn't like it one bit, and he knew that. We had some pretty bold and blunt conversations during that time. But through that hard time, and the hard times before, and the hard times yet to come, he was and is and will be with me. God is not a genie in a bottle whose purpose is to grant my wishes. He's not the parent to the toddler version of me who wants things my way. He's not the parent of the teenager version of me who thinks I know best. When I think about the heart of God for me, especially in my times of brokenness, I know that God is big enough to take my angry, cursing, doubtful words. He is strong enough to hear my questioning heart. God is compassionate and merciful enough to listen to my tears and sorrow. He doesn't leave me when I'm at my lowest. He isn't distant and watching from the background. He is sitting like a parent with their child on the bathroom floor with their head in his lap, aching with me. When I look back in the Bible to the story of the Israelites, a people who were in slavery, who were held down and mistreated, who were ruled by Pharaoh, who seemed heartless and cruel, people who by all accounts were literally living on the bathroom floor. Moses was asking Pharaoh to release the Israelites, to give them their freedom. Exodus, Exodus 13, 17 says, It so happened that after Pharaoh released the people, God didn't lead them by the road through the land of the Philistines, which was the shortest route. For God thought, if the people encounter war, they'll change their minds and go back to Egypt. Remember the Philistines were pretty scary. They had highly developed weapons. And remember Goliath the giant? He was a Philistine. So the Israelites were legitimately scared of them. 
to avoid risking their return to Egypt and to Pharaoh. God took them a different path out of Egypt so that they would avoid the Philistines. God knew his people. He knew that all throughout the process of Moses trying to gain their freedom, they were wishy-washy because of the unseen future. At one point, they even said something like, well, at least with Pharaoh, we knew we were going to get fed. Basically, we knew what kind of suffering to expect. God wanted freedom for his people. He knew what was on the other side for them. He also knew that if he took them on the shortest route, that they would be scared and that their fear may drive them back to Pharaoh. So here they go on the scenic route. Exodus 13, 20 to 22 says, God went ahead of them in a pillar of cloud during the day to guide them on the way and at night in a pillar of fire to give them light. Thus they could travel both day and night. The pillar of cloud by day and the pillar of fire by night never left the people. Then in chapter 16, God provides the manna, the what is it for the Israelites. So God did not provide the easy way out, the fastest way out. He didn't provide the rescue that they wanted. He wanted them to make it without running back to Pharaoh. So the easy road was not an option. If you keep reading through Exodus, you can see the Israelites get pretty frustrated with God, with his timeline, with his solutions. But even still, God provided a cloud during the day and fire at night to guide them. And he never left them. He gave them manna, mercy bread from heaven to sustain them, which was just enough for each day. They didn't have an overabundance, but they didn't go hungry. God's heart for them was to provide and to take care of them and to see them live into the life of freedom he had for them in Canaan. The other thing that happens when you go through difficult times, you gain wisdom and some insight. I'm not always the most encouraging of people, especially when friends are going through really difficult times. You'll never hear me say, it's all going to turn out fine, or don't worry. But what I will say is this. One thing I know for sure, God will be with you, and you will be okay, but it may not be the okay you want. My experience has been that God is with me, and that is why I'm okay, and that is why I know that I will make it through. I would encourage you today, especially if you are in the middle of a life storm, a challenge, a sickness, to look for the answers to the prayers you're not praying. For me, I'm also going to make sure I add the thank you. Even during the times I don't mean it or I don't feel it, I'm gonna repeat that thank you until I do. Because one thing I know, God is a good God who loves us and who is always with us. God knows our pain, he's with us during our pain and he even allows us to sing through it, albeit a different song and maybe not the most harmonious. Look for the ways that God is showing up. And if you're in the middle of a pretty challenging time and you're laying on the bathroom floor, know you're not alone. And I'll close with this quote from Jan. If you can't see him, look lower. God is on the bathroom floor. Thank you for allowing me to share with you today. Let's pray. God, I thank you for being a God who doesn't hide in times of trial turmoil, or anger, um, just sadness. God, that when we are at our lowest, you're right there with us. We, we don't have to get to a high place or a happy place for, for you to be near. You are right there with us in our lowest points. I thank you for that. God, I pray for those who are struggling today. God, I pray that you would meet them where they are. God, that you would give them manna. God, that you would answer the prayers that they're not praying. 
that you would put people in their path to show them your love. God, help us to have hearts of gratitude. God, that that we can remember even in the times where you're not answering the way we want you to, that you're answering prayers that we're not praying and that you are a good God and that you love us and you want freedom for us. God, I thank you. I love you. I praise you. Amen. We've got a few announcements for you before you go. Our Maison Kids ministry is kicking things off this summer with a Maison Kids pool party. All families with elementary kids are going to gather together for a pool party this Saturday, July 17th. If you'd like more information, uh, we'd ask that you register on the digital connect card found in the links of this description. Uh, the description of this program. And I would encourage you, just go click the link now because we know it's going to happen. It's going to be July 14th or 15th and everybody's going to want to know how to register. And you can head that off at the pass and just register today and it would be a huge help uh, to us as well. We also have a great opportunity for you to help build greater spaces for God to move in our city. Family Promise in Gainesville is a local program that helps families with children who have lost their housing. It helps them to get back on their feet. The program provides temporary shelter and meal assistance while giving case management to help the families get into and stay in stable housing. We're partnering with Temple Sure Shalom to provide meals for Family Promise July 19th through the 23rd. We need meals for approximately 12 to 18 people. Also, we can provide public's gift cards to the families to help with their food and other necessities. More information can be found on our social media in the description of this program. Maison Mission is a non-denominational church, and these programs and conversations are only possible through the financial support and donations from people just like you. If our program encouraged you today, consider supporting the Maison Mission with a one-time gift or on a recurring basis. You can give through MaisonMission.com and follow the link to give. You can also text the dollar amount to 84321 and follow the links to Maison Mission. We will also be displaying our giving links on a slide at the conclusion of this program. Thanks so much for tuning in. We truly hope you have a fantastic week.